everybody, uh, Mike Mills with Barity Mortgage here. Um, coming to you today, uh, I'm in Arlington. Um, I'm actually in uh, Viridian, uh, sitting with one of my great friends, uh, Carolyn Majesic, and she is an agent with Front Real Estate. And today, usually when I do these interviews, I do them at my office in the studio, so we have a little bit of time there to talk and go through a bunch of um, topics. But today we deci I decided to come on location because we're gonna have um, a conversation about home design, home staging. Um, Carolyn's obviously a realtor uh, here in the DFW area, but this is one of her specialties um, on you know, really setting up your house for the best image you can put forward. So we're gonna discuss a lot of that. Um, so stay tuned to the end because you'll find out a lot of good tips, especially our realtor friends out there that wanna know a little bit more about how to stage your house properly. Or if you're thinking about selling, you know, some of the important factors that come into play whenever you're listing your house. And even though in this market, it doesn't require a whole lot to sell it these days to really get the most bang for your buck, there's a lot of little tricks that you can kinda do along the way to set that up. So. Um, but before we get started on all that, um, I always like to find out a little bit about um, my friends that I visit with because even though you know we know each other, um, not everybody that watches this is gonna know everything about you. So, and I think it's always important that when people um, do business with others, whether it's their friends or family or whatever, the more you know about you, the more comfortable people feel and the better it is. So, uh, so obviously right now you're a realtor at Front Real Estate, but uh, tell me about the, the journey. How did we go from from Carolyn, little bitty baby, to now a high-level realtor? Uh, well, first of all, I've grown up in Arlington and raised my family in Arlington. My kids are grown now, okay. and now both married, just had a wedding. Oh, that's right, you just got back ago. from New York City. Oh, yes, okay. yes. So, um, the reason I got into real estate is, first of all, I was a, a dental hygienist okay. in previous life, and okay. then was a stay-at-home mom, um, raised my kids, okay. and then um, I was always, buying homes in North Arlington and I would buy them and then I would renovate them and then I would want to move again. Okay. And so I thought, you know, this is something I'd love to do. So I got into real estate and then I started flipping houses and I do a lot of, um, and now I'm just helping buyers and sellers. So, okay, so when you first got into it and you were buying homes, now this is something that a lot of people actually, um, I know a lot of agents that do this, um, and I think it's really cool, and I don't know if everybody quite, quite understands it, but um, you can buy a property as a primary residence, right? right. And you put down you know, three, 5%, whatever the minimum requirements are, um, and then you live in that house for a couple of years, you fix it up, you redo countertops, you, you know, get new furniture, paint the walls, do all that kind of stuff, and then you either can turn that property into an investment and keep it, or you can sell it and um, and get quite a good, you know, especially in the market lately, quite a good rate of return. Right. So, how many times did you actually do that? You know, before you realized, hey, I'm pretty good at this. You know, I probably probably like four or five times. Yeah. I moved several times in the seven six zero six. Okay. <laughs> and so, uh, I thought this is what I really love to do. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, it's it's uh, the you don't realize the passion till you're into the moment a little bit. So right. when you're in your house and you're designing it, you're fixing it, people come over and say, "Man, I love what you did with that backsplash," or "I love what you did with the paint color," mm -hmm. and you start to really think to yourself, you get a little bit of confidence, like, "Hey, I'm, I'm actually pretty good at yeah. this." Is that kind of what happened to it you? It is. It yeah. is. 
Well, um, so so tell me a little bit about, um, have you always, like, did you grow up in Arlington? Have you always from this area? I did. I grew up in Arlington. Where'd you go to high school? Sam Houston. Okay, so Houston. Arlington through and through. That's right. Okay. And my kids went to Lamar. Okay. So I've been in North Arlington for a long time. Okay. And do you still have, like, family here? Or are they? I do. I have a sister here just down the street. Um, and then I have a sister that lives in Florida now. So how long ago did you actually get started in real estate? Like how long have you been doing it? I've, I've had my license for 14 years. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so you were a hygienist all the way through before that. Right. When, when your well, kids were kind of growing up? Well, no. Oh, no, you stayed home. That's right. Yeah, I was a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Yeah. So what's, what's, uh, so you go from working as a hygienist to a stay-at-home mom now to agent. So tell me about being a stay-at-home mom and how did that? Well, uh, I was actually, of course, stayed really busy with the kids and yes. I volunteered a lot. Yes. Um, and. Uh, I was on the board at the Boys and Girls Club. Okay. Love that. Yeah. And Do you think that the the relationships that you developed as being a stay-at-home mom and volunteering your time and being involved in the community has that kind of helped you? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So the relationships that you made there have really carried over into your real estate world and have helped you, you know, develop that business also. Correct. So would you tell somebody that was going into real estate? you know, or thinking about it, you know, where's the best place to put their time, you know, when they're first starting out? You know, I think just building relationships and keeping those relationships. Yeah. It's not an easy thing to do, right? Um, especially if you're not doing it, you know, some people it comes naturally, you know, cause they're, they're, um, outgoing, they have an outgoing personality. They want to spend a lot of time around other people, but for some people that's a little bit harder thing to do. Did you find that easy or hard for you? I think it was, it was easy. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a great group of friends and, um, and of course family growing up here. So it, it's been easy, but of course, once your kids, um, you know, graduate and go up, go on with their lives. But a lot of my friends now are, are the friends and the relationships that I started back when the kids were growing up. When they were young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it, uh, my, my wife and I were in, Susan and I were in that, at stage where, you know, my daughter's 14 and my son's 12. And so, you know, we're involved in all the sports and after school activities. And, you know, they have a busier social calendar than we do most of the time. So it's funny how most of the friends that you acquire over that period of time are just you know, parents of the kids that your friends that they and were friends with. And you'll find that you will remain friends with those yes, people. Yes, yes. Well, because you grew up the formative years, you know, we all mm -hmm. sit around and remember, remember when they were this little, remember when they did this, yes. you know, that's uh, that's mom and dad's favorite thing to do is reminisce, you know. Facebook does a really good job at that by popping up photos Correct. every couple of years. And yes. Susan will run into me and show me a picture and be like, you remember when they were this little? And so, yeah, I, I, I definitely know about that. There's no doubt. So, okay. So let's talk a little bit about you know, kind of why we're here. Um, so obviously, uh, Caroline is a realtor here in the area. So if you are looking to buy or sell your home, please reach out to her. Um, now, just right up front. So what's the easiest way to get in touch with you? Um, you know, the social media yeah. is the phone number, the email. I have, yes. I, so I have Instagram page, Facebook page, um, my phone number, you know, 214-693-6034. And then my email address is ka at carolannhomes.com, which we can spell out eventually. Yeah, yeah, we'll have it. It'll, it'll yeah. show up right there on the, yeah. on the screen so, yeah. if you put it out there. So um, she works with a brokerage here locally called Front Real Estate. And uh, actually, uh, you and my wife both work for the same we brokerage. Do. So, we shared an uh, office together. That is right. Yes. yes. And it, by the way, it was the best looking office. Of, it was really cute, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Yes. The, I don't know that the chairs were incredibly comfortable because I went and used them a few times, but they look good. Yeah, we had the hot pink chair. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so your true passion when it comes to real estate, because you said that earlier when you were going into homes that you were buying and selling when you were, before you actually became an agent, 
um, was the design factor. You loved going into a house and really looking at what it could be and, and putting your special touch on there. So can you talk a little bit about um, you know, when you walk into a place, you know, cause this isn't easy for most people. Not everybody has a vision, right? It's very important to have that vision. So what is it sometimes that stands out to you about properties? Like what are you looking at specifically when you go into a property can say, okay, I can improve these things. Right. I think first of all, you look at, um, easy, easy fixes are, you know, flooring, um, paint, hardware, light, bright, um, those are just easy, easy fixes. When you say hardware, what do you mean? Uh, cabinet hardware. Okay. Door hardware. Okay. Um, it's it's really not that expensive to right. do, um, but it makes a really it makes it pop a lot better difference. when you do it that way. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's talk a little bit about whenever you um, go in and you set up a home to sell. Okay. So obviously you have a great eye for seeing design, seeing you know what, what the potential of a place can be. And as an agent going in and helping a new or a seller decide, you know, how they're going to sell and when they're going to sell and how much, um, talk about, you know, the difference between, you know, these days you can sell your house cause the market is so hot. Can you list your house and get it sold in, in a five days or a week? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, I never want to say, you know, can you do it without an agent? Cause it's a really bad idea, but it, it happens. People sell their houses all the time for sale by owners. They list them, whatever, but, what are they leaving on the table when they do that kind of thing? I definitely think they're leaving money on the table. Right. Definitely. And why is that? Can you speak to that? Well, I think because you possibly are going to have multiple offers, but maybe not. I think whenever you're having your photos done and people are seeing those photos online, um, that's the first impression. Those are the people that are, you're going to get to come into the home. Right. And if they're not seeing great photos, they may not ever walk into the house. Right. And so I'm, for me, I'm really picky about getting the house totally prepared before we had the pictures done and, and go live. Right. So I hear a lot of times about um, when they talk about staging homes, um, a lot of agents will talk about making sure you take down your personal photos in a house. So tell us a little bit of why, you know, and, and relate it to, to the design aspect. Why is it important when you're listing or selling your home to not have you know your your family portrait above the fireplace. Right. Well, you just want to depersonalize it as much as possible because you want people to be able to picture themselves in the home right. for years to come, and it's it's more difficult for them if they're seeing a bunch of family pictures. Um, and then also, I will say, as a buyer's agent too, your buyers get distracted sometimes looking at your pictures, <laughs> and you want them to be able to really focus on the home itself. Yeah, you want them to see the house where they are going to live, not right. the house where you like, live. Oh, that's such a cute baby. Picture. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which sometimes it's a little tough, especially when it comes to kids rooms and you walk into this, a little girl's room and it's bright pink and there's, you know, it can be a little bit hard to, uh, to, to change that in somebody's eyes, which, which kind of leads us to, um, our next topic a little bit. And that is uh, something that you have told me about, which is digital staging, right? So the traditional way, well, tell everybody about what's the traditional, the general traditional way before digital came along, how would you stage a home? Well, um, there's there's several levels of staging. And, and first of all, not that this is staging, but you'll want to make sure you know you, you personalize <clears throat> the home and then also um, make sure it's clean. Mm -hmm. um, and then also um, just declutter, um, remove a lot of the things on the countertops, um, you know, bath mats on the floor. A lot of, if you've got beautiful floors, 
don't cover them up with a bunch of rugs. It right. just, um, it chops up the room. Um, so like even in my home now, I'm getting ready to list my house, but um, I've taken up my, my rugs because I have these beautiful wood floors. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, also, you know, while you're packing up and you're de depersonalizing and you're decluttering, go ahead and start packing these things up if you're not going to be using them. It's just that much less stuff you that you have to slowly do. Move. You know, when actually you are going to be physically moving. Right. Um, so we kind of start with that and then, you know, move out bigger items of furniture. Uh, so that again, make the space look bigger, move furniture around. It's, it's pretty, a lot of it's pretty easy stuff. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of impact. Um, the thing I've been doing lately on empty properties, um, those are, th those can be difficult because although you have a blank slate to work with, most people don't have the eye to picture how that room might be laid out. Right. So what I've been doing is using um, virtual staging okay. and virtual renovation too. Like if for an older house that needs updating, um, again, kitchen needs updating and people can't uh, visualize what that is going to look like. Right. So again, you can use virtual updating right. as well. And we look, see some of the pictures I've done before, but back to the virtual staging, you take a picture of a room, um, send it off and have it virtually staged. Mm -hmm. And so what I'll do online is I'll put those in the MLS, but also what I'll do is um, have that picture blown up on phone board and put it on an easel in the room. So when people come into the home, they can actually see, oh wow, this is the way this could look with furniture. Right, right. It's hard, I think, you know, when you're, when you're staging a house for somebody, especially if they're living in it currently, mm -hmm. right? If they're still there before they sell it, you got to kind of work with what you have, right? Exactly. You got to work with the furniture you have. You have to work with the pictures and the lamps and all the stuff that they already own. Now, um, do you do you ever you know do you have like a secret stash in your house of like decorations that you'll take with you and set up in certain spaces? I absolutely do. I actually, do you? I okay. actually have a storage unit. Oh wow! With items, yes. <laughs> so you have a whole a whole bevy treasure trove. Of yes, stuff. and I'll go digging through um, and see what I can come up with. You know. Simple, you know, linens, you know, in the bathrooms, towels, just bring simple things, mantle, just mantle pieces. Right. Um, so again, it's, it really doesn't have to be a lot, right? but simplicity is better than, than not. Right. Correct. And I, you were talking about countertop cluttering. I, I get in trouble a lot. Um, while we're talking, I'm gonna pull this up, but I get in trouble a lot at my house because you know, the, the toaster or the coffee maker that I want to make coffee for or toast for, um, is sitting on the counter and I, I want to leave it on the counter, but, uh, but my wife is not going to allow that. So all things have to be removed constantly. So we're in this like constant battle of who's going to, you know, uh, uh, who's going to win of what's on the counter and what's not. But you know, it's one of those things where when you go to a home and, you know, especially like we're looking right now at your, at your place mm -hmm. and we'll show this here in just a little bit, but you know, your countertops are very simple. You've got, you know, a couple cutting boards behind your stove. You've got the knives, you've got, you know, a little fruit bowl that's made out of wood. And then you've got, you know, a coffee maker and that's it. Um, and the simplicity of that, again, like you were saying earlier, gives people the ability to see what they want to see. And so I do want you to say a little bit about, cause I think sometimes when you have sellers, and you're like, okay, like how do you approach that conversation without making them feel like your stuff is terrible, you need to get rid well, of it? Well, 
actually, a lot of the times I have um, a professional come in okay. and do the consultation. So you, you push the bad with, news to somebody else. My <laughs> listings, because I don't want to be the bad guy. And everybody takes it, most people take it so well. Right. But again, um, although I love staging and it's a passion of mine, I'm not a professional. And so I do uh, like to have my professional gotcha. stager. You want someone to come in and take the brunt of, uh-huh. I'm sorry, they, I'm just we're just going off their recommendation. Yes, right? exactly, exactly. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, that's pretty smart. So, so all you realtors out there, even though you may know how to stage and you may know what's necessary, sometimes it's not the worst thing in the world to have somebody else come in as a third party and give their opinion so you're not the bad guy. Correct. Right, um, because again, truly, you know, sellers, buyers out there, the agent is not telling you that your house is ugly or that it, you didn't like, you know, your couch or you know what you have on the counter. What they're trying to tell you is here is the best way to get the most money for your home by setting it up this way, right? Right. That's really the end goal. Well, and I think there's a misconception. There's definitely a difference between decorating and staging. Right. So decorating is just your personal preferences and the way that you feel at home in your in your house and. Staging is we're just trying to use it to appeal to the masses. Right, so. right. You're trying to make it as simple and maybe bland is not the right word, but just vanilla. Maybe? Right, neutral, right. clean, right. that kind of thing. So that way th- there's nothing that somebody put projects their thoughts onto how it's supposed to look because you've got some kind of weird piece that doesn't quite fit. Right. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the virtual staging now. So um, I know that obviously if you have a house that's empty, um, that doesn't have furniture in it, then virtual staging plays a big role because that can be presented on the listing pictures. Now, to be clear, whenever you do virtual staging on the listing photos, you have to state that, right? Right. So even at the bottom of... um of this picture that we'll see, it says this this room has been virtually staged. Okay, so um, so you guys will see this at home uh, when you're watching this, but we're just kind of looking at some pictures right now. So this first one, we've got a great couch, TV above. Um, so tell us a little bit about like, can you say, you know, I see this a lot. You see like the, the little plant, but then it's got some stuff there. And then mm-hmm. over here, you've got a picture and you've got a little lighthouse, you know, a little lantern or whatever. And so there's always this, balance of there's a little tchotchke and then maybe some square so can you talk a little bit about well i just think it's balance you just want balance in the room and then also again for people to um be able to picture themselves in there and how to lay out a room i think that this really speaks to that because if you see the before picture with that empty room it's just really hard to think okay where is my couch gonna go where where am i gonna put a chair right um it's easy to know where the TVs might be, but other yeah, than that. Yeah, TV goes above the fireplace, but right. outside of that, how do you know where things? So also too, so you've got, you know, in this picture right here, that this is virtual, you've got uh, the candlesticks on one side, but it's not really on the other. And I know, right. I think a lot of people would say, well, don't you want to balance that out? But I think there's a thought that that isn't necessarily the best it's way not, to go. It's not, nece- it's not necessarily, right. um, it, it can be both ways. It's yeah. just whatever. Right. Whatever so to have it perfectly balanced, because you want to have a little bit of right. difference, you right? Want some interest. Yeah, you want some interest there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then we go to the original photo. Um, and you can see anybody looking at this that obviously you have a really nice floors, you know, mm-hmm. so so that's highly you don't get to see that as much in this in the virtually stage photo, right. but then you can see that you're basically dealing with a blank canvas. Correct. And so what in what I did in this room, um, again talking about the fanboard picture uh-huh. of the stage room. So I had 
that on an easel in this room with the stage. Oh, okay. So as buyers would come through, you'd say, hey, this is what it could look like. This mm -hmm. is how it's set up. So that way it doesn't just seem like a drab, empty room. Right. right. Even though they had seen the pictures online, you can still, when as they're touring the home. So here's another one of a bedroom. Um, so this is a master bedroom. Now it's crazy because looking at this picture, it nothing about it looks fake. <laughs> yeah, it's it they looks do a hundred percent, um, you know, real. I would have no idea. I would have thought, oh, they must've taken this before they moved everything out. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about like, you know, you've got the bathroom cracked open a little bit there. Was that, in, was that intentional? Just so that you could see where the bathroom, you gotcha. know, where the bathroom was. This master bedroom was um, very long and just narrow. So it was really, I thought it was really important to be able to show how the room could be laid out right. and where the bed could go. Right. And, um, because it could have actually been on the other wall, which you can't see, uh -huh. um, that the sitting area is there. Because it's hard, you know, I I'm obviously have no no knowledge of this at all, but space is a hard thing. It's, it's hard to realize, you know, when you're, walking in your front door and you have a, a gap, you know, an area right to the right of the entryway, like, what do you do with that? You know, cause do you want it empty? Do you want to put something there? Um, and I think, you know, using this type of software to, I mean, do you ever sit down with people and kind of move stuff around and show them? No, actually with this, uh, there's a couple of different companies that I use. I basically just say, you know, kind of the theme that I want to go with, mm -hmm. you know, traditional, modern, you know, transitional, and basically um, tell them the pieces of furniture that I want in there and then they, they lay it out, which is super cool. So they do it for you. You just kind of give them a general theme and they'll put it together. Very easy. Okay. And for all, all of our realtor friends out there, is that relatively inexpensive? It's not bad at all. It's not bad. Um, it's probably like $25. Oh, okay. Room. So that's not bad at all. No, Especially bad. if you just want to at least use one room to show what you could do with it and then give people a concept or an idea of the kind of style. Now, let me ask you this. Um, after you've sold somebody a home, right? You go through all this. Mm -hmm. How many people have reached out to you and say, Hey, Carolyn, can you help us? You know, we want they to buy some do. furniture. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Um, it's, um, and actually I've been asked to do, um, a staging job for, uh, one of the houses that we staged. Um, it was one of my flip houses and okay. the realtor loved the staging so much that she was like, will y'all please do it? And it's a partner of uh -huh. mine, Leanne Rand. She's, and um, she's with oh, yeah. Front Now, yes, she's yes. with Front uh -huh. Now too. And so um, we have done some flips together. Yeah. And so uh, anyway, so we ended up doing her staging for one of her listings, right. although it's not really what we do. Right. We, but really, we really just do it for our own for stuff. For sure, for sure. Anyway. Have, uh, have you ever thought about going into doing staging also, or is it just <laughs> stay with what you're good at? I think I'm just gonna stay with what I'm good at. <laughs> And it's a you don't need more jobs. It's well, and it's it's pretty physical too. Yeah, and because um, you're moving furniture around. I'm getting too old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, another thing I want to do is um, I want to um, show. So you're getting ready to list your house. I am. Right. So we are here in Viridian, um, and Carolyn's done a ton of business in Viridian. Viridian. If you've never been to Viridian before, it's like a. Uh, home world wonderland. Um, there are every different type of property that you can imagine. You guys have condos, you have townhomes, you have single families, you have small lot lines, they have big lot lines, you have schools and ponds. And so tell everybody a little bit about Viridian. Now, Viridian's great. I mean, you, you hit it all. Um, it's, it's a great lifestyle. The um, walking around is just beautiful. We've got the lake um, and 
It's just, it's just an awesome community. I see a lot of, uh, so my, uh, in, in uh, full disclosure, my aunt, uh, Gail Caranges, she lives here uh, in Breeding as well, and her and Carol Ann are buddies. Yes. And they hang out from time to time. And I do think, aren't there like some social, like, I don't want to call it a club, but isn't there like a place where you can go here in Viridian and kind of hang out or something well, like that? Well, they used to have, and there probably still is, it's just not with COVID. Oh, we're just not seeing COVID. all yeah. of the social activities. Yeah. Yes. They're, they're starting to ramp back up. Right. But there used to be a lot of social activities. Totally a lot, yeah. yes. One of the things about Viridian is, is when you live here, um, it's amazing how quickly everybody else that lives here becomes like your best friends, mm -hmm. right? Because you're walking around, you see everybody, you're in the neighborhood cruising around. And so um, you tend to bump into a lot of a lot of people and and it's a really, um, it's a tight knit group. It is. And there's also a 55 and over community in Viridian now called okay. the Elements. And I think their social has really ramped up. Really? They're, they've got a lot going on. Okay. Now I noticed pulling into, there's a whole bunch of new construction that's happening yes. on, I guess, is that the south end? Is that right? My direction is always terrible. Um, and then even across the street, I saw maybe that's more commercial stuff, but they've been doing a lot of No, it's, it, the building out here is, it's just crazy. And they keep going. Keep going. So if you're having a hard time finding a house because um, there's not very many in Viridian, there's more than enough. There might be, yes. yes. And there's also um, the island, I don't know if you noticed, out on the island they're building there. Oh, really? Oh, some wow. beautiful homes okay. and some townhomes too. So those are like the showcase houses too. They're really, to yeah, they're really nice. <laughs> All right, so so we're in Viridian. Um, you're getting ready to list your home. Um, so tell us a few things about your house. Um, so that way, what I'm going to do is we'll have a we'll, we'll kind of show. I'll walk through and we'll show some different yeah. features of it. Um, but I want you to talk a little bit about how many bedrooms, square footage, you know, all that kind of stuff. If you want to talk about what you're asking right. for it, you're more than welcome to. Yeah. So I'm probably not going to list it till after Christmas, but I will say I have started my Christmas decorating. Okay. And Oh, there's a little bit of that going on here already, but I did have my photography done before because of course you want your pictures online to be timeless. Right. And so um, this house has been beautifully designed. I didn't design it. A, <laughs> a friend of mine uh, built it and she's a decorator. And so I got to be the recipient of all her beautiful design work. Nice. Um, so it's um, approximately 3,300 square feet. It's um, three bedrooms, three and a half bath. Okay. It's... Um, Hardwoods throughout. Okay. There's no carpet. Um, beautiful um, marble countertops. Um, very light, bright, neutral colors. Um, Are you going to convey much with the property, like any of the furniture or appliances? I probably. Um, of course, all the appliances will stay. Um, the refrigerator is built in. Okay. Which a lot of people don't understand that, especially coming right. from out of town, that right. um, unless the refrigerator's built in, it does not convey. No, so. no, sometimes you'll show up like, our house is great, and where'd the fridge go? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. it wasn't built in, so it's gone. Um, okay, so what we'll do then is um, we'll walk through a little bit um, and kind of check out the area. You tell me a little bit about different spots, right. and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, okay, sounds good. So I call this my look and study because okay. I like it to keep it nice and clean okay. and tidy. And again, before I decided to um, list the house, or I ended up having a lot of personal photography and photos up there. So again, depersonalizing the space, I took all of the pictures down. We got a Christmas tree up. We got the Christmas tree, but right. I did have the pictures done before the Christmas tree went up. I think the Christmas tree looks great. Yeah. And everybody's excited about- Sometimes people can keep it up year round. That's yes. right, that's right. 
All right, so we walk into the main living area here. And again, I've taken up a lot of my rugs just because I wanted to showcase the beautiful hardwood floors right. there throughout this home. So you used to, before you started setting it up to stage it, you had, where did you have rugs at? Underneath the furniture in there and in the yes, dining room? Yes, yes. And actually even, I mean, and, and some people might say that it makes it warmer and, and I do agree with that, yeah. but I really just love the hardwood Just personal floors. opinion. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So tell us a little bit about the dining area. So the dining area, um, just again, just clean, um, no personal photos, um, just just a clean. You got your matching lampshades uh, for the for the. Uh, what it, I guess you wouldn't call that a chandelier. It's just a a light fixture, and then your matching shades on the lamps. Mm -hmm. I notice this stuff now because I get told how important these things are um, because. I don't understand colors and color schemes. So you have a little bar area here too, I yes? I do, I do. And so, again, just everything has its place. Um, of course, a lot of this would have been out on the counters before, but everything's right. put away. Where'd you find those mirrors? Those are awesome. Oh, I think I got them in the design district. Oh, did you? Yes. Okay, is that? In a, in a showroom, yes. So uh, Susan goes around a lot and she will, anytime we buy properties and start having to decorate them, she doesn't have necessarily a plan. She just kind of has a general theme and she goes around and just buys random stuff. Yeah with no idea where it's gonna go, and then like puts it all together and figures out where to stick it. Yeah, like kind yeah. of a, that, that's, is that the process? That is the process. Okay. Uh -huh. All right, so let's check out the living room here. So again, no rugs, right? Right, no rugs. Um, and then again, just clean, simple. Um, I don't have any clutter out. And, uh, and there's different ways you could probably do this room too, because obviously, the way you have it set up with the photograph, or it's not the photograph, the painting above the fireplace, you know, you got a little Christmas decoration there. You have the TV, you know, kind of offset a little bit, but that's because the kitchen and the living room are in the same space, which by the way, is a big deal these days with the open concept of it, right? Um, but you could, I mean, if you wanted to, you could maybe adjust where you put the television. But, but I think you could, I mean, you could possibly put the TV over the fireplace, although it would be kind of high. Yeah, so, yeah, the line, the eye line is a little rough for that. So. But I know, but you know, the big living spaces going into the kitchen are really uh, a big deal for people because most of your entertaining right. happens right here. So we talked a little bit about not having the countertops cluttered. And as you can see, like we were talking about earlier, um, you know, we've got your fruit bowl, you know, the one wooden fruit bowl, and you've got the cutting boards behind the stove and the knife. And that's really pretty much it, right? Yes. Now you do have the glass uh, cabinetry, so you can see into that. So that's probably an important factor too. Whenever you're putting those things, you don't want just your random dishes. Right. You got Again, it's your look. That's where you're looking. Right. Like your looking office. You right. Look good. So those are your your looking dishes. Although, I mean, here's the thing. Whenever you're getting ready to list your house, I mean, there are some things that you're going to have to do um, to, you know, don't leave your um, toaster out. Right. <laughs> but it's short lived. Yeah. You know, you can still live in your home. Um, during the time, it's just, you might just have to put things away. Right, right. Or pack, or pack things up right. and, you know, just not use them for right. a while. And, but you're, you're getting ready to move, so it's all okay. Right. You can still pull your toaster out. You can use it. You just okay. put it under the counter for a little bit before the show. Just put it away. Now, um, tell me a little bit about, um, we, we didn't talk about this a minute ago, but I want you... 
um, to show me your um, your checklist. Like you actually have a um, a folder that you give. Oh, I do. Yeah, I'm gonna show your backyard view a little okay. bit while you grab that because I think this is one of the great features of your house is you have a fireplace on the back patio. Now in Viridian, uh, some of the lot lines are a little smaller so you can obviously see that there's a neighbor there, but that little fireplace out there with the seating area, um, especially, you know, we're in the fall time, you know, fall time, I don't know if that's a word, but we're here at the during the fall and being outside um, and entertaining is definitely a big player, especially in Viridian because everybody's neighbors are, are close and friendly. So I think that's a really cool plot, really cool spot. So tell me a little bit about your packet there. So with all my listings, I give them this home staging guide and checklist. So you've got um, from the very beginning, the benefits of, of staging your home. Um, there's a checklist as far as clean, declare, depersonalize. And so we go through that and then we kind of break it down by room. Mm -hmm. We have kitchen, living room, um, bedrooms. It kind of gives you tips for each room, what to have, Rest. what not to have. Dining, dining room, uh, remove extra leaves from the table to make the room appear bigger. Right. Remove extra chairs um, if, uh, if they crowd the table. Um, and then talking about exterior, repaint or stain the doors, preferably black, red or blue, repaint trim, just all these little ideas. One of the things I really like that you showed me on that too, on the last, I guess it's one of those last pages is um, you actually have like a timeline. Like if you're showing, if you're listing your house, you're showing in an hour, here's what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, this is great. So yes. um, if you have 10 minutes until it's showing and you uh -huh. get, hopefully you have, you know, more right. notice than but that. But that happens but, though. Yeah, make your bed. Right. <laughs> Throw all the clutter in the laundry basket and take it in your car. Right. Um, put up your show towels, uh, create light in the house, you know, turn on all the lights, um, empty the garbage, uh, take it, or even take them with you, it says here. I guess so it doesn't smell it. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you can put it in your car, but <laughs> don't leave it in there forever, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've done your countertops. Close all the toilet seats, secure your pets, or take them with you. That's another thing is a pet plan. Is yes. If you've got pets, that, yes. can, that can be a bit challenging. And then it goes from there. Uh, if you have an hour into your showing, there's like, and then just some additional tips. Okay. Well, anybody that um, is looking to uh, stage their house or uh, stage is the wrong word. If you need an expert opinion on the best way to sell your house for the most money, then staging and design are going to be very important keys to that, right? Right. Okay. Okay. So um, one of the things I always like to do uh, whenever I talk to people is, um, especially in real estate, because we all have crazy things that have happened to us before and, and interesting little things that come along. So. Um, I always ask everybody to share with me like kind of a funny story. Like, so, you know, when you were first getting into it or you're with a buyer or a seller, obviously we're not gonna name any names or, or anything like that. But um, I think it's interesting for people to realize sometimes that, you know, it, the real estate life looks glamorous and wonderful, but there's all kinds of little quirky things that happen. So, so Absolutely. what you got? Uh, whenever I was first in real estate, I was previewing a home. So I was in the home by myself and I was walking around and I was in the master bedroom and there was a cat on the master bed. And Which is not unusual, there's no, pets in houses all but the time. But it wasn't, it wasn't moving. And so I kind of got a little bit closer and closer and it was actually a taxiderm. A taxidermed cat. Cat, it's, I don't know if that's a, the so, proper saying, but it was, it used to be a, a live cat. A I'm live assuming. cat, right. Yes, but it was obviously a precious thing to obviously the owners and yes. so that was 
So was it in like a certain like uh, position, kind of in the like middle. rolled up, like it was laying, or yeah, up, kind of up by the pillow's headboard, uh -huh. and it was uh -huh. just all curled up and just laying there. So um... <laughs> you never know what you're gonna see. I have plenty of other stories, but that one came to mind first. So it's one thing to see someone have their their best catch, or you know their their uh, their deer on the wall or whatever, but I think it's a whole other thing. And by the way, I don't want to give my wife any any. Um, uh, ideas here because well, she, hey, I'm a pet lover too, and, and we were talking about a pet plan earlier. Yes. Like so, but anyway. Yeah. So uh, if you have a stuffed cat that used to be a real cat or a dog, you know, probably not the best thing to leave out. You know, it might make people a little uncomfortable. You know, I'm not sure, but maybe you want to keep that out. Well, uh, well, Carolyn, I really appreciate you talking to me today and, and going through all this stuff. Um, you know, I think uh, people really need to understand the importance of, yes, you can list your house, you know, anybody can do it, but you're not gonna get the most value for your property unless you put it in a light that is attractive to other people, that when they come in, they can see their see themselves in the home and feel comfortable moving in because then you wanna get into bidding wars. You wanna have multiple people offering on your home um, so that way you can get the top dollar. And that's where agents like Carol Ann um, really come into play because you know it's like, can you fix your toilet yourself? Sure, you can. Is it gonna be very good? Maybe not, maybe so. You know, there's a lot of things people can do themselves, but with a professional opinion and a professional eye, you're gonna have the best opportunity to get the most amount of value for your home when you sell it, right? Right. So don't lose sight of that. Make sure that if you're thinking about selling or you're thinking about buying, you know, find a great agent like Carol Ann, reach out to them, get their opinion, you know, learn about something that you don't do every day. This is this is your job. This is what you do day in, day out. Um, you know, you're paying for the expertise and you don't want to go into a situation like this and leave thirty or forty or fifty thousand dollars on the table because for a purchase price, just because you didn't want to get a professional opinion. So Thank you very much for spending time with me today. I appreciate you letting me into your lovely home and hopefully uh, by Christmas time, you'll, you'll have it sold yes. and uh, move on to the next adventure, right? That's right. All right, well, thanks guys. I appreciate everybody watching and we'll see you soon. Thank you.